Hi, this is Daniel Scrivener here with a quick preview of our next Investor Spotlight episode, which comes out tomorrow. In it, I sit down with Eric Markowitz, who is the head of research at Worm Capital. Worm is one of my all-time favorite hedge funds. I've been reading their quarterly reports for years. They run a concentrated long-only strategy and invest along the lines of technology, innovation, and disruption. They hold a concentrated portfolio of between 5 and 10 positions that today include Shopify, Spotify, Tesla, Airbnb, Amazon, and Next Era Energy. Since inception, Worm has compounded their investors' capital at over 31% per year, while the S&P 500 has delivered just over 15% over the same period. I want to sit down with Eric to dive into Worm's unique approach to investing, which they call the Worm Algorithm and Worm Theory, to understand how they've generated such incredible returns over the last decade. Here's one of my favorite clips. Tune in tomorrow for more. We're an investment firm, I think, with a fairly unique perspective on the market, which is we're living through a a pretty unique time, the 2020s being a period of industrial dislocation and change and disruption. I think like the true definition of disruption, that's a word that gets kind of tossed around quite a bit these days. But we're looking for sectors of the market that from like a 30,000 foot perspective are changing pretty quickly and going from, let's say, technology A to technology B. And we're looking for ultimately sort of the, the winners of these cycles. And as opposed to maybe, let's say, 30, 40 years ago, where there were maybe six, seven, eight, nine companies that could exist on their own. We think that there's going to be an increasing amount of consolidation at the top. So a winner-take-all or winner-take-most dynamic. And you're starting to see this play out. I think like a simple example that you see in the market is even something like Google, which is you know, 20, 25 years ago, there were a bunch of search engines that that popped up. But ultimately, the, the one with the best value proposition won. And there were increasing returns of scale there. So you see these power laws dynamics uh, unfold over time, but the big get bigger. And as an investor, that creates a really unique and I think challenging framework to actually allocate capital, which is you can't necessarily trust the idea of diversification as much. And the idea of diversification itself does not necessarily defray risk. So we tend to be hyper-concentrated on companies that we think are not only going to survive into the future, but but really thrive and, and take market share and potentially become sort of the, the winner take most of their chosen industry. So technology, innovation, disruption, I mean, these are you know very broad sort of categories of just terms, but we're looking for, I suppose you can say, companies that are building the infrastructure today that will meet the value proposition for customers uh, both today and tomorrow. And I think that there are a lot of companies out there that you know, even in the last couple of years, you've seen, especially across like the SPAC market, companies that have come to market with with a lot of sort of promises of a great future. And I think some of them may very well be successful. But another one of our core tenants as a firm is is really just to invest in companies that quote unquote have wheels on the ground um, that that have like that have customers today that have revenue that that have sort of an installed base. You know, and fundamentally, I mean, I probably should have started with this, but. I think we're just we're just optimists. I think that we believe that technology and sort of the, the the culture that we live in will will actually improve over time. That there will be more efficiencies across the market. That our lives will improve. That there can be some really great opportunities for for wealth creation. At the same time, there's a lot of risks in this market and fears because some of the companies that were maybe very successful in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s they may no longer survive in this future. So that's the high level. And from there, I think, you know, we just kind of 
like to sort of stay a little bit off the radar. We're, you know, we're, or we're named Worm Capital for a reason. We're not, you know, looking for glory. We're just looking to stay humble and just learn from this market and, you know, do the best for our partners who ultimately our clients are the best thing we have as a firm. You know, that their sort of patience and their conviction in us is enables us to really express our investment themes in the portfolio and, and give us the time that we need to see some of these themes to play out. 